and gentlemen legionnaires welcome to this the wonderful legion of myth live stream that's right episode number 246 on this beautiful day in january 2020 yes that's right normally you would be hearing the dulcet tones of alex garthon marsh along with me Rhett heathen dog grismer but today is not that day today is a different day Today is a day for Duncan, Idaho. Say hello to Duncan, Idaho, everybody. Hello, hello. I am not currently occupying Garthon's hollowed out corpse. No, he is not. I am not a space alien furthering its own reproductive pathway. There it is. I yeah. am not that. Yes. I am adamantly not that. Yeah, the fact I that I might you're... be that a little bit. The fact that you're so adamant is a little troubling. <laughs> it's just a tiny bit troubling to me, but okay. Uh... Fine. All right, let's stop this. It's over here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Garthon is gone. He is he is, he had to go to South America to visit his family estate. Apparently, the uh, uh, what do you describe them as? Uh, slaves, slaves, um, slaves, servants, servants. Uh, we're I having it was political prisoners. Yeah. Well, it, it, it was something about an uprising. I don't. No. 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 Uh, uh, kerfuffle i think he said kerfuffle that sounds like Arthur. yeah kerfuffle and so he had to go put down the kerfuffle and then he'll he'll be back next week okay uh, just fine but uh we we have we have science here science that's right science is here uh duncan is science, science. You, you, i am science you you thought you knew science before you don't no you, you do now no no i mean this is yeah i'm getting up to some pretty crazy science there you go all all the science in the world and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Oh wait, no, we're not. Nope, nope. Dang it, no, we're not gonna talk. <laughs> not about ready that. for that. Not, not ready. Eventually, for I might. Yeah. No, we're just gonna talk about stuff. Yeah, we're gonna talk about anime. Fun stuff. The yeah. science of hollowing out corpses. Hey, that's an art. It's more of an art than a science. <laughs> that's taxidermy, and it is a very important scientific discipline. And I do actually have a little bit of experience with that. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. I mean, no, it's great. It's fine. No. It, uh, no, okay. there's a, there's some stories. I mean, that could be the after show. It's not creepy at all. All right. Well, nope, uh, monkey skulls. There you go. Uh, today on Anime on the Stream, we are going to take a look at two. Whoa! Here we go. Thank you very much, Baldar, for resubscribing. Outstanding. Your contributions will make short work of the human race. There you go. Boom. I'm not an alien. Yeah, he just wanted to interrupt me. That's all. Yep. That was his big thing. All right, so uh, we will be uh, we'll be we'll be looking at uh, Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense and infinite dendrogram. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna explain dendrogram when when we get to it, what it is and how you already know what it is. You just don't know that you know what it is. But these two anime have something in common. They're both VR MMO games, and both of them, no one is trapped there. They can exit anytime they want. And they're written to be compelling in a different way. Yes. One succeeds, one fails. And we're going to get into that when we do that. But after that, in our RNG, 
Duncan and I have watched Star Trek Picard. Yay! We are going to give you our thoughts on that. We are going to talk about some of the characters. We're going to talk about the writers. We're going to talk about some of the circumstance, the story. We're talking about the writers? I'm talking about the writers. Oh, boy. And and you're going to have words, probably, but that's the way it is. I mean, like, it's more the happy, fun time, Lieutenant Tardigrade style of words. Like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be that. But before we get to that, we are going to go ahead and take a look at our advertisements and announcements and promotions, because that's what we do. And... This is not Alien Rage Unlimited. It is the Metronomicon. Now, this one is like a... It's a... The game we're giving away today, it's a mix of a tactical game and a rhythm game. So you have to... To land shots, you have to, you know, you know, properly uh, hit your arrow keys to the right notes because it's all takes place on a dance floor. If you don't like that, well then... Hey, man, they all can't be winners, all right? <laughs> I want to play this, and I realized I can't enter the giveaway. You can the enter the giveaway. You can. <laughs> yes. You can enter the giveaway. We yes, have we no scruples. A host can win. Well, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> a, a true Legionnaire can win. Me, Max Leal, and Garthon cannot win. Okay. You the can win. The lackeys can win. Okay. Yes, yes. The the uh, the unpaid help can win. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, hey, I got paid in a shirt. That, that's true yeah it has it has monetary value that applies to our society that's true it does it keeps me warm in the frigid winter that is this location there you go now this is our stream schedule and uh the reason we changed the way our stream schedule looked is because people were confused with you know english and words and stuff so we decided to use pictures as well english is hard i know right english is hard so you can see our schedule for garthon and heathen dog will be on the main channel here and as you can see, I'm I'm every day except Tuesday and Sunday. I'm five days a week. This is like a job. It's crazy. Twice on Monday. And uh, Garthon is playing Lunar Silver Star Story. And uh, he's also randomly streaming uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. He has never watched Dragon Ball Z before. Oh, yeah. And but the thing uh, is, by playing this game, you're basically watching all 400 episodes. <laughs> if you get and you're end. watching, you're probably getting better time value out of it too, because you're watching 400 episodes without as much filler. That's true. Yes. Yeah. All the filler episodes are gone. You don't have to have someone tell you which episodes you have to watch. So, so is Garth on getting like the perfect Dragon Ball experience out of that one, uh, or is the fighting game aspect? not working out well so. the thing is the the way the game is set up it's a it is a visual novel with with fighting game aspects interspersed within yeah yeah that's basically it so he's getting the story and when you start getting a little tired of reading the story that's when they throw in a fight scene for you and you're okay. good it's all good yeah i was playing or I actually picked up soul caliber six recently he's got something similar so oh, there you go. and on the deuce which is uh, where Max Liao and Noro play Legion of Myth 2. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they're playing Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, and Portal Knights. That's their team up, Portal Knights. So check that out. Uh, Noro, that, that, oh, that, that's the one where Baldhar wants Noro to keep pushing him off a cliff. Cause that As happens. you would. Because that happens, right. Yeah. And like I said, Garthon streams, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot randomly we don't have a set time for it it's whenever he can at night so 2 a.m in the morning there you go whatever dream whatever that's right 
And of course, remember Gen Con 2020, the badge, uh, the, the badge uh, buying, I guess, uh, the badge sale goes on tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time. Get your badge for Gen Con tomorrow. I still have to pressure Green Dragoon to be my lackey for this event. Lackey? As in send him in my place. No. No. There, there is no there is no oh. someone wearing a sign, I am a Duncan proxy. No. But it's Green Dragoon. <laughs> no. What about Green Dragoon in a funny hat? The activity sign up is is seventeenth uh, of May, and uh, actually the game the the play thing starts at thirty July. So you have Duncan has until that time to get his crap in order. Okay. So there you go. I will coordinate. There you go. Because we all we are thinking about a, like a foundry roundtable thing at some point. We've thrown around ideas, and this might be one of them. So I'll check with guys. Okay. And this is our our uh, streaming schedule again in a different format in case you didn't get the first one. And, of course, all of our social media, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and on Discord. And check it out. We're wearing gear. You, too, can wear gear. That's right. Oh, there you go. Raven Slayer, subscribe. Oh, my God. 20 bucks. Thank you, sir. Outstanding. Out friggin' standing. Raven Slayer, you should get yourself some gear, too. Get a mug. Get a mug. Mugs are good. Mugs are good. You know what? Uh, if you look closely, the the hey, it's okay with the with the okay sign. I'm actually gonna buy that and wear it at Gen Con and see see if I get kicked out for a hate speech. Oh jeez. You know why? Because I'm a dick. That's why. All right. Ah. <laughs> and of course, we want to thank uh, our Patreon supporters and Twitch supporters: Gary, Brian, Sharis, and Zon, uh, Jamie, Jen, and Sean Paxlayer. Zon. And uh, Sean Butts and Synthetics and Jinsa66 for the subscriptions. Those are all friggin' awesome. Especially Zahn. He's, he's been crazy on this channel. It's been great. Sorry I'm late. I was asleep. That's fine. That's fine. Sleep it off. It's all good. Of course, these are our uh, subscribers, which we have uh, more of now, that, which is nice. I want to thank you all. Uh, because of you guys, we get to give you games and stuff. Boo. And when boo you might win shut up no 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 i said woo oh you said woo i said woo. woo all right okay this is our review and rating system it's going to come in handy later uh Wait. i've only given one half star ever and it's the anime that will not be named and i've only given uh is that, is that really the only half star anime? it's the only half star anime i've given i've given uh. a couple of one stars a couple of one yeah. and a half but only one half star and i've given them maybe three or four five stars that's it in three years so there you go. Oh, we got a disclaimer. Here we go. We're gonna, uh -oh. gonna embiggen this. All right, here we go. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted toward children under the age of 13 and may include the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding. And continued viewership. That was good, right? Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. I'm an expert. Got the good radio uh, radio voice. I got it. Actually, I'm drifting into Batman right there. <laughs> you got you got the you got the Marge's sister's voice going on. Actually, <laughs> all right. Yeah, just 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Here we go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to the Legion of Myth anime on the stream. Brought to you by your one and only heathen dog. Thank you for coming by. I really appreciate it. It's good stuff. The first anime we're going after today is Bofuri. I don't want to Ooh. get hurt, so I'll max up my defense. Now, this is uh, one of two you're, you're going you're gonna to see pretty soon, that all of them are VR MMO based, and no one's trapped in the game. They try and make it work. One of these wins, and one of these loses. It's funny what the dramatic premise of something is that there are less stakes than something else. Exactly, and you have to make that work. Can they make it work? Well... You know, if you like this content, go ahead and uh, go ahead and follow, subscribe, and uh, leave a comment in chat or in the comments below. And uh, check out uh, the next one. If this one doesn't make it, the other one will. There it is. Take a fight with Heathen Dog. He'll like it. There you go. Good stuff. Now, this one is the VR MMO. It's called New World Online. And the protagonist, who's, uh, whose game name is Maple, she is brand new to all MMOs, VR notwithstanding. She has never played one at all. So she goes in there bumbling and just doesn't know what she's doing and fails upward all day. <laughs> but before I explain that, let's get into the credits. The studio director, as you can see here, uh, the first run. This is a, this is a concurrently streaming on Hulu and uh, in Japan, uh, Hulu a day later. Uh, it started January 8th. So this brand new only only had three episodes so far out of a plan twelve for the first season, and like I said, you can watch it on Hulu right now. So you can do that right now. Uh, Cher says that's because it talks out of the other. Oh, that's oh mean. Find them. There you go. All right. So, uh, and if you're a fan of anime and like these reviews, then help our, help our channel out. Give give us some love. Give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Leave hate comments. I love them. I feed on salt. It's good. <laughs> All right. First, we're going to talk about our protagonist. And we're just going to use use Maple because that's, that's the thing. Like I said, she's never played an MMO before. She is completely new. Uh, her friend got her to buy all the VR equipment and the game. And her friend can't play right away. So she says, okay, I'll just jump in. I'll make a character. I'll do that stuff. So she makes stupid newbie mistakes. As you can see from the uh uh the the status plate below me uh she put all of her points into vitality she has zero strength zero agility zero intelligence and zero decks <laughs> no one would make that mistake it's stupid but i get the distinct feeling this game is pretty new yep and they... the the devs haven't plugged all the holes yet so this is why she doesn't die immediately upon uh exiting character creation screen and she doesn't even fight correctly i mean she just sits there and lets people beat on her and then she blocks with the shield or hits people with her shield and then they die it's not if you are watching this and you're you're a you're an mmo player like what the hell is that newbie doing there oh is also that mechanic where as you take more of a certain type of damage you gain greater levels of immunity to it mm -hmm. until you're completely immune yes that is true and i have a i have a clip of that later on where where she becomes completely immune to some <laughs> devastating attacks just because the the attack cannot kill her fast enough and speaking of that uh 
she she beats this uh this this giant creature and she she gets all this epic loot from it and this is how she does it i'm gonna i'm gonna show you a clip this is how she does it she is she is healing herself uh from all this poison attack until her body becomes immune to all poison and now this it's this creature's only attack it's devastating except for someone with 100% defense and 100% vitality. But the thing is, now, she can't kill this creature because all of her gear was melted away. The creature picks her up, as you can see, and tries to scare her to death. She's like, wait a minute, you got big teeth. I got an idea. The only weapon I have left is my teeth. I'll eat you. And it works. <laughs> it freaking works. So she slowly eats this monster. And what I mean slowly, but it takes her a couple hours... The monster only has poison attacks, so she's completely immune to everything the monster does. She slowly, literally masticates the monster to death, gets like five levels from this, and all this epic loot, which, uh, which, which, which causes her to be so OP that the very next update for the game is a giant nerf bat just aimed at her character just bam 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 her just nerf specifically the her specifically nerf batting her because she uh she she went into her first pvp competition uh, apparently that this game is pve exclusively except for uh, uh tournaments which are pvp and she got it third place literally herself beating over 2000 opponents because they couldn't hurt her <clears throat> And her shield has an interesting ability. Yes, it has a devour ability where if you attack her and she blocks it, which she always does because she has 100% defense, uh, you get absorbed in the shield and you die. That's how she killed everybody. She just blocked <laughs> with her shield and they died. Well, she also let loose of the poison attacks. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she ate the Hydra and gained its ability to, to spew 100% uh, deadly poison. So yeah, that, that, that cleared the field a couple of times. So yeah, that, that's, that's what she did. Now let's talk about her friend, her friend, Sally, who got her to buy the game. Uh, I have this, didn't say this, but I have a sneaking suspicion that she's the rich friend because, uh, whenever they're Skyping or I see her walking around, she's wearing good clothes and the background of her room has like, is like really nice. So I think she's got money. But that's just that. That's neither here nor there. That's just just my thing. She what I what I do know is that she is an experienced MMO player. Not this game specifically, but many MMO games in the past. But she's very non-judgmental when she learns about all of her friends' dumb newbie choices, because you know there is no stigma on success. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how stupidly you made your character. If you win, you're a winner. So there you go. You can't make fun of the winner. It's stupid. You know? So she decides to go along the same vein as her friend, but instead of going vitality and defense, she goes agility and defense, not all the way, mind you, because she has to do damage. Someone's got to kill the folk, right? So she, she did strength and agility, uh, maxed it out. Uh, but it also gives advantages because, you know, if you're, if you're not getting hit, you're also avoiding damage. You know, so there you go. She, it's, she said, you know what? I'm going on your theme. We're, we're going to be a party of people that can't take damage. There you go. Boom. Done. And uh, she helps Maple with tactics. She, like I said, she's played MMOs before, so she knows how this stuff goes. And she has an idea of how the game, how this game works just from past games. So 
she she can guide Maple through this this experience of learning this MMO, which you know was fun. It was fun, and this this MMO is different than a lot of MMOs out there. It's very very uh, free in the fact that uh, uh, you get skills based on on what you do repetitively. And be, because uh, Maple started off with everything in vitality and everything in defense, she let a rabbit try it and hit her for like literally two hours. I think it was just bounce. Yeah. This rabbit just bounced off of it for <clears throat> off of her for two hours. And then, then, then she gained the ultimate defense skill. She also fell asleep while Nat or she fell asleep in the woods yep. and was attacked by monsters for her entire nap. Yes. About an hour, and she only woke up when a skill popped up. She woke up, and, and the skill was meditation. And it, it said, "It said uh, only usable during combat. You gain one percent of your of your HP back every ten seconds." So like, only during combat. Then how did I get it? Oh my god! And she looked out, and she sees like like ten creatures trying to eat her. They've been trying to eat her through her entire nap, and it didn't work. So yeah, yeah, you get skills that way. Okay. That, that that's how you get skills yeah. that's how you get you you get more powerful by doing the things you want to do and you it's, get more powerful now. it's very skyrim-esque and i yeah. think the pvp section had a bit of uh player unknowns battlegrounds to it because it seemed like that type of setting where it's basically the last one standing yes um the one thing i wanted to add for sally is that there was one other aspect to the relationship what's that because maple has no agility she cannot move with any speed so to get from one place to another, Sally is also her mount. Yes, she, Sally's the horse because she has she has such a high agility. She goes super fast, so she just gets Maple on her back and runs to wherever they got to go because her agility is still zero. Even when she <laughs> leveled up, she's like, "Well, this this vitality and defense things work great for me." Beep 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 beep. She just kept putting all of her points into vitality. And those are getting multipliers defense. too from her other skills. Yeah, uh, her other skills were absolute defense and the the uh, shield doubles it again, so she was getting a times four for that. Then. And I think she yeah. ended up getting a times eight. So she had, she had like a, over a thousand defense at one point, but yeah. uh, she put nothing into agility. So she literally like, like half walk. She's like, she walks at half speed is her maximum speed and she can't even run. So there, there's that. Now, if you're looking for antagonists, uh, this is a PVE, a mostly PVE game. So it's the monsters, and and the and the quest that uh, that they're on that's basically it i mean there are pvp but it's uh, we've only seen it in tournaments we haven't seen any any player killers or anything like that out, out in the wild right i mean there has been one antagonistic force and that's the developers trying to nerf me yeah that's big well she all all the devs see see her as a giant exploit in action so they're just nerfing the crap but out of you her. don't like get that it's a separate story like we were talking earlier you could recontextualize this entire anime as maple and sally as the antagonists and some poor developers just trying to deal with this situation yes. but the two destroyers exactly of yeah. everything destroying my were... game they're they ate the hydra <laughs> how did you eat a hydra i didn't write that in i didn't think anyone would do that you know like yeah yeah okay okay you know there, there yeah. is a way you could flip it around where, where where maple's the bad guy if you're a developer i could see that yeah yeah i could see that but uh, it's too early to discount a main over overarching villain yet. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, there, uh, the overarching villain could be the end of a of a main quest or a, or an event quest that could pop up at any time. Don't know. 
They could also do the one punch route where they just have a bunch of obstacles along the way, and this is referring to season one, and then just yeah. have some big bad at the end and no real theme between those. Oh, how did they nerf Maple? Well, her, her devour ability, her shield's devour ability, where if you attack her and she blocks it, you just die. Uh, she did that like 2,000 times in the tournament. So they, they put a maximum of 10 times per day on that. And uh, no matter how high your defense is now, after, after the update, no matter how high your defense, you're still going to take some percentage of damage from an attack. Yeah. So she's now going to start taking damage. But I'm sure that's not going to do anything. I mean, she she's going to find new exploits because she's the villain. Apparently, <laughs> she's still going to find new exploits. So the, they're, they're going to so so the devs are going to constantly be hitting her with nerf bats, trying to well trying to get now her back. She, well now there's the agility combo. We've only seen that once in uh, combat. So in the next tournament, there might be yes. new exploits with the um, teamwork. Yes, because uh, the first tournament was like a PUBG type thing where there's 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 one winner but no teams, and this one is team, so there's team winners. So there you go. There there there's that. Now, what did I think of this anime? I think I gave it three stars. I gave it three stars. It was pretty interesting. I'll tell you why. Watching her be a complete noob and making all these mistakes is like, ooh, that's not gonna. Holy crap, that worked. Oh, that's not gonna. Son of a bitch. You know, stuff like that. It was fun. You know, it was it was fun. If you don't like MMOs, then you're not going to like this this anime as much. And the anime fits the writing. The animation, it's written for a younger audience. And the dialogue, the story, and the and the general writing are all aimed toward that. And the animation follows suit. You know, there's no blood, there's no guts, there's no Nothing like that. I mean, even even when even when she was eating the Hydra, there was no blood. It was just like the skin was gone and there was like a pixelated purple underneath. And that was it. You know, it's just like a video game. So the animation completely fits with what they were trying to do. It merges completely right. Now, what I didn't like about it is the same is kind of kind of the same thing I liked about it. Uh, watching her fail upward was a little infuriating because it shouldn't happen. <laughs> And uh, getting, seeing her get epic loot drop after epic loot drop, like random, like, oh, there's a 0.5% chance that you could this. Oh, and she does it. You know, this, this is one in a million. Oh, there's your one. <laughs> there it is. She gets I mean, all this epic stuff. I would yeah. put that in the good category. Well, it's infuriating if you play MMOs. You're like, well, that that's there is no way she got two epic loot drops in a row. BS. You know, like, no, that. no, no, no. Here's the thing. No matter what. You've got a probability distribution. You got enough people playing. Someone will do that. Yeah, fair enough. Someone will. There is a non-zero probability of that happening. Yeah. And then this is the horror story of that. Of event. that, yeah, exactly right. Now the other thing is there were no bad players. And when I when I mean bad, I mean like mean players. Yeah. This is an MMO. One out of every ten people is a douchebag. Every, all are... of the other players were super cool. Yeah, that even is... in the tournament, right? I mean, e even in the tournament, they were they people were getting well, getting basically, you know, destroyed by 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 someone who could easily be seen as a as a cheater or, or a hacker or you know whatever. But no one was saying that, which was completely unrealistic. There was a term that came up in um, uh, Sword Art Online, abridged. Yeah, it was the nickname of the uh, guildmaster. 
for his uh, defense for. I don't want to repeat it, but yeah, that okay. came into mind. About that, yeah. There, there was, there was none of that. There was none of that. And I, I think if you had a, a little of like one bad actor here or there, like, oh, she's a cheater or she's a hacker. She's got to be hacking, stuff like that. It would be more realistic. And yeah, I, I, I could get behind that. But kind of more of the new bashing aspect, because that is something. But on the flip side, this is just a lot of fun. It is. So yeah. After, you'd have to be careful on how you implement that. Yeah, you would. It, you, 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 you could have like teabaggers and whatnot, you know, just run around. Yeah. But but, uh, but you, you could have smooth. someone crying, crying foul or whining or stuff like that, because that's so common. It's just it's a meme. Like it's been a meme for years. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. So three stars, uh, especially if you have if you have younger children, there it, it's basically made for them. And if you love MMOs, you'll be entertained by this. You know, it's 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 above average. I I do like it, so I recommend it. Yeah. But what about yeah, you? What what did you think of my segment? And what do you think about anime for the younger audience? I mean, uh, can you get behind it? We would you show your kid this? You know, how old would they have to be? Go ahead. Throw it in the comments, throw it in chat. I'll, I'll take a look at it. And if you like these reviews and want more of them, go ahead, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And we will give you more and more content. And uh, until then, thank you very much for being here. And remember, be a legionnaire. I'm going to throw one more uh, suggestion for a thought or opinion. What's that? What would be from this entire genre? Because this is like something I started thinking about after watching this one. Okay. For the fantasy mmo anime genre yep which is the one that you would introduce someone to to understand that genre okay or what would be your entry point there uh i would i would have to have a question first have they played mmos before let's say the, uh, let's see, give a yes casually Okay, kind of the that's most general. fine. That's fine. Then I would start with Log Horizon. I really would. Okay, I actually haven't seen that one. <laughs> I, 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 I gave it four or four and a half stars a couple years ago because it is uh, – it's uh, ju just like this one, it shows like the status screens. You can pull up status screens and stuff like that. And But uh, it – so it has the, has the MMO feel to it, but it also has really, really good character development. Okay. Really, really good writing. Really, really good world building. So, yeah, I was really impressed by it. I'll have to check that out because, yeah, I missed that one. And, and it's on Hulu as well, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, 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 Sir Boulevard says Log Horizon. Thank you. I, I For people who have not played MMOs... I, I would recommend... Go ahead. This, this is where this thought came up. If someone had not played an MMO before... I would say this one, um, specific eh. or the um, I the I don't want to get hurt because the mechanics are enough, they're transparent enough, and they're they blend the uh, genres enough that it's like okay, you can kind of get past that, and it doesn't really make too much of a point of the VR stuff. Um, it's just sort of there, but at the same time, there's something else besides that that is pretty funny, and it's kind of addressing it via parody. Mm. Yeah. So it does feel authentic, especially with the devs nerfing stuff. Yeah. Where it does have the MMO, like the MMO player feel, where you're just going through it and something just gets broken, and then it's like, oh, well, that's the new meta. So yeah, that one, this one, I, 
See, oddly enough, I would uh, recommend. Oh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but uh, for someone who doesn't play MMOs or hasn't, I would I would say SAO. Sword Art Online. Uh, I really would. The reason being is because it's lighter on the MMO stuff, but it it's the story is helped by them being trapped. Yeah. So it's easier to feel the the uh, the agency of the characters and mm-hmm. why they're fighting. There's a better reason for it. It's and right it out to blatant it, right out in the bat. So And it's more involving for the world too, where this one there really isn't much besides the game mechanics. Exactly. Yes. This one is all game mechanics. That's why if you like MMOs, you'll probably like this because it's 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 game mechanics and it's and it's it's uh, using humor with it. So I thought I thought it was neat. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I will be back in just a second. Uh, I have to use the little heathen dog's room before I start my next segment. So, Duncan, if you want to talk a little bit, you really can. If you want to look, look at the chat. Yeah, I'm looking at chat right now. I'm just thinking of, is there anything else from I Don't Want to Get Hurt that I want to cover? Because I did watch both of these animes um, prior to coming on. And, yeah, I would just second heathen dog. Um, I'd probably go three and a half because, yeah, that infuriating part just adds to the comedy value where you're crying no. But it's just so ridiculous, and it is pushing for the comedy's sake. It's not trying to create this as any any way authentic. It's basically, yeah, what you can take is two supervillains just failing upwards and creating a horrendous problem for the game and themselves. But, I mean, it's just two kids wanting to just have fun. So it does have this really nice comedy aspect to it as well. The animation, I'd put a little bit more on the secondary category. It had some good stuff, but there's also a few scenes where you're looking at it. It's like, oh, they could have done that better. Like when they're showing Maple having difficulty walking, um, the animation on that wasn't exactly good. But there's other, there are scenes that are just really impressive as well when they're really pushing forward with the um, combat. Since it is following a little bit with a One Punch Man style, where... or um, or just the the overpowered hero genre that's developing, um, where they just go for ridiculous spectacle, especially um, Sally and her combat. So just, yeah, there's some really impressive stuff there as well. So it kind of balances out, but yeah, it doesn't have a lot going on with the character dynamics. It's mostly a parody of the MMO genre and mechanics. Right. Okay, let's start my next one. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to another adventure with Heathen Dog on anime on the stream. And our next anime is Infinite Dendrogram. What's a dendrogram? Don't worry, I'm going to tell you. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Uh, what you have to know is that... Uh, oh, this is wrong. There you go. What you have to know is that uh, this anime starts in the year 2043, and the virtual MMO thing in this world just started. You know, all five senses. Oh my god, this is going to be great. You know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my mind in the computer and everything's gonna be fine. Is it? Is it? Well, let's find out. And if you wanna if you wanna you know see and hear all this all this stuff for me in the future, then go ahead and like, subscribe, uh, you know, follow whatever whatever platform you're watching. That really helps us out. I really appreciate it. Now, back to Infinite Dendrogram. Uh, we have uh, we have Reggie, who. Uh, who got into this game because because of his brother, and uh, he enters this game now. Infinite Dendrogram is a special game because 
it uh, it is consequence driven. All right. The NPCs, even quest givers, can die if you screw up in this game. And if anyone screws up, they'll die and you can never get that quest again. You're just SOL. So there is impetus to not screw up. And I kind of like that. I'm going to get into that later on. But I, I, I kind of like that about this game. But first, let's take a look at the, uh, the credits on this thing. Uh, this thing started in January 9th. Three episodes so far out of a total of 13 that are planned. And you can watch it on Hulu. And uh, Sheriff says, so it's real world. Like, yes, it is like real world. It is. Uh, they, they wanted to make it that way. Uh, they, they wanted to, uh, to give players in the game uh, a sense of urgency, a sense of loss, a sense of accomplishment, uh, all of that. And they, I, think, I think they did a really good job in the idea of the game. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, quick question. Shoot. What's to stop players from just hunting NPC quest givers to gr grief the rest of the population? The other players. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's the only thing that stops them, the other players. That's it. All right. Speaking of players, let's take a look at our protagonist, Ray Starling. That's his, that's his uh, game name. Uh, his brother got him into this game, all right? Because his brother's been playing for a while. He's like, oh, dude, you got to do this. This is great. Uh, he wasn't super interested, but he's like, oh, yeah, my brother's cool. He likes cool things, so this has got to be cool, too. And I'm going to talk about the brother later. He's got his own bag. It's, it's, a little, it's a little bananas, but he's got his own bag. Uh, by default, his character is very virtuous. He's a, he's, a, he's a good guy, all right, which really helps him in this game because th this game really, uh, the, the mechanics of it uh, reward players that act in a virtuous manner. They really do because uh, you get to have, you get to complete the quest. You get more quests. And as long as you, as long as you do good things, good things will happen to you. That's how the game is built. That's how they want you to go about doing it. And he became instantly immersed in this game. I mean, I was really shocked at how quickly he uh, stopped differentiating between real life and game. You know, like he treats all of the NPCs in there like they're real people, like right off the bat. There was no, there was no curve for him. Now, the reason being is because all of the NPCs are written as they're, they're, they're programmed as AIs. So they are almost indistinguishable from people anyway. And a, uh, and a dendrogram, which I'll, uh, I'll explain it to you now. Uh, you, you know what it means. You've seen it before. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of charting that, uh, that is most commonly seen by people like a family tree. Where you start off. Uh, with with a, a small set of data and as as time goes on it gets mixed and changed other ways and becomes other things so you get this giant huge tree like just like a family tree you know it starts off with you and then goes to your parents and then their parents and their parents brothers and sisters because it uh, that that is a dendrogram type graph and the reason they use that in the name is because your choices here matter if you don't go on this quest, then the quest giver may die or the king of the country may die and he stays dead. That, that action caused a consequence that moves the world forward from then on with this new complication. So that's why they use that in the name. And of course, infinite meaning that everyone is making these decisions. It has infinite possibilities. So this, this uh, dendrogram could 
look like anything at the end. And that's why they did it. All right. Our next protagonist is Nemesis. Sounds weird, right? A protagonist named Nemesis. But uh, the way this game works, each player during character creation gets implanted with what's called an embryo. This is a companion creature that is attached to your avatar. And what pops out when it's finally mature is completely dependent on your thoughts and actions during gameplay. So each one is specifically tailored for each player. Now, uh, Ray got a maiden at arms type. She is she is a, a, a shield maiden, but she turns into a weapon. All right. Now there are other types. There are plenty of other types. There's guardian type, where uh, where it's a monster type thing. There and then, of course then there's just a flat out monster. There's a mount where you can get a horse or a griffin or a car or whatever. And then the, there's buildings. You, your your creature could be a castle. Or, or like, yeah, or a boat, you know, it, it, you seriously, anything infinite was not screwing around. They're not screwing around. She can, like I said, transform a giant sword. And this is a picture of her and her giant and her being a giant sword. And, uh, how is he holding that thing? That thing is way bigger than he is. Yes. But it's a, it's a, you know, sentient sword, sentient magic sword. It's basically holding 90% of itself up. It's also anime, so that's basically yeah, a, a standard standard anime sword. Trope. Exactly, it's standard, standard sword dimensions. Exactly right. Now that's she, what we call a short sword. Yeah. There's, <laughs> now she has special skills as well. One of them being uh, absorb, uh, uh, counter absorb, or absorbing counter. I forget which way it goes. But uh, what yep. it does is uh, she can absorb an attack and then redirect that attack at double the damage at the person who who dealt who who first dealt it to her she can use that like two or three times a day something like that but uh yeah that's that's pretty much how how ray didn't die the on on day one is because she popped out and used that daddy i want to go fight the monsters okay right. turn into a giant sword boom there you go that's about it now let's talk about the other people uh shoe starling this is ray's brother he's the he's the guy in the bear costume he wears that stupid bear costume because during character generation, he he did not use he used all defaults, and default is what you look like. So he realized that oh crap, people are gonna know who I am. They're gonna dox me right right away. Crap. Uh uh, I'll wear this bear costume. Yep, that happened, and now it happened to you. <laughs> and he, see, I I think this is his embryo. But he uses in combat a giant minigun. A minigun. In a fantasy trope. And a giant bear using said minigun. Yeah, giant bear using a, a minigun. Like, like uh, think uh, uh, a, a certain governor in, uh, in Predator. And I'm not talking about Schwarzenegger. That's, that's the kind of minigun I'm talking about. That's crazy. And it, it was it was weird. Very jarring. And then there's Rook Holmes. This is a player that uh, that Ray met in-game. And uh, his embryo turned out to be a succubus. So she's a woman. Uh, greatly endowed. Demon. And uh, steals the hearts and minds of men. And his job... Uh, in, in, in this game, you don't have classes. You have jobs. His job is pimp. I'm not kidding. He is a pimp. 
He can only gain levels by being a pimp. Yeah, this this turned weird really quick. Infinite possibilities, yeah, people. Did. Infinite possibilities. You could be a pimp. This is Baldahar's game, basically. You could be a pimp. Yet I did not include a picture of the succubus. No. Family friendly people. I did not include a picture of the succubus. Enjoy the bear. Enjoy the bear instead. There you bear go. Bear is your friend. Now, let's talk about the antagonist. What antagonist? Seriously. Uh the quest is the antagonist. The monsters on the quest? Uh raise fear of failure i guess maybe well no there is one late on it's uh, he's the mysterious player killer to the north who got away oh right yeah the, the guy who had a throwaway line in one episode yeah. sure okay yeah he well he, they he could be there they have they're hyping him up so much like oh i want to find out who he is and oh the video is not great oh we can't see anything and oh he escaped and Oh, we're all very serious about this happening. So yeah, no, no, no. There is that. Okay, yeah, he could be the antagonist, but we don't know his name. We don't know what he looks like. I not like I can put a picture of him up here. And no, I can't it's describe a random, him. It's a random vendetta, and it yeah. wasn't personal. So it's, it's just it's, like okay, all right, whatever, you know. And they haven't they haven't solidified him as the main antagonist yet. No. So there you go. Now, like I said before, quests and their lasting results could be the character's main impetus to to completionist type the game because uh raise that kind of guy that he doesn't like to see anyone fail even npcs he doesn't like to see anyone die even people that don't exist so that is his push to do better is a sense of uh his own moral code his own virtue and but and because of that his job becomes paladin that, that's that that's his job in the game become paladins you know it's kind of it's kind of on the nose, on the nose yeah. spoon. and you know what the the king of the country that he spawned into is dead maybe he'll become king maybe, maybe that's it i mean that's gonna be it paladin uh, king paladin probably. king of, of the country maybe that'll be it i don't know i don't know but that's that's what it is so it's unclear right now and i don't i don't like it when you go to three episodes in you should have a clear plot clear antagonist clear protagonist and an idea of where the story's going yeah and i'm not getting a lot of these with this anime i'm not getting a lot and that's why i only gave it two stars i cannot recommend this but i'll tell you what i liked about it the idea of this mmo is great i want to play it i yeah. want to play a game where where the npcs can die if you fail quests and they're gone for everyone else as well now, other other NPCs will take their place. It won't be the same quest. It'll be a different person, different quest, different thing. So there's still going to be gameplay. It's just going to be different gameplay all the time. It's going to be a constantly changing game without DLCs. It sounds very much like a Peter Molyneux MMO. So Peter Molyneux did the Fable games and tried to do things like this, where it's like your choice matters and your weapons evolve to you uh, based on the choices you make mm -hmm. and what type of things you do. So it is a really good game idea. Yeah, I like it. And the dialogue between the characters I thought was really good. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't like, oh, no one would say that. Or why would he say that to her in this situation? It doesn't make sense. That happens a lot more than you think. It didn't happen at all here. I mean, all of the all of the dialogue was was useful. It was interesting. 
it was it was uh, apparently used properly it was great i like it now what i didn't like it the story is poorly written it just is it i i don't feel a need to watch it anymore i don't want to watch it anymore because the story is just not compelling it's not it's a big question of where they're putting their investment for dialogue and time. Yeah. There's a lot of instances where they will, like, there was one part where he is just randomly grinding. There's some good character dialogue between the uh, the dude and Nemesis, and you get a little bit more out of their mm. building combat relationship. And it's just kind of, it, 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 she's coming out with more quirks, and it's like, well, let's just push through this, and... It ultimately comes to introduce one of the bigger heroes prior to his introduction in a later cutscene. Right. And Weird. there, nothing really happens. It's all basically, it's like he's just getting more determined to get revenge for getting killed that one time. And there's a lot of dialogue just in setup and exposition. Yep. that could be going into other things. So it has a really good premise, and it's just, the characters the, are good. It just doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah, I mean, the, the pieces aren't coming into place. I mean, they're, they're, they're focusing too much on the wrong thing. And you know what? I don't know why, why any of the players care about this game. It's written that poorly that I don't... It, it's not clear to me why they're still playing or why they care so much. It should be clear to me by this time why they're yeah. playing, but it's not. Especially with the embryo system, that's like you have immediate personal attachment involved and you can have like, we've been this, through this so much together and this really means everything to me. It's a reflection of myself and it's a cool toy. Yeah, basically. And uh, the giant minigun that his, his brother bear was, it really messed me up. Like I was watching it and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm unimmersed now. Well, there are... I, I saw that, that and I'm like, what the F? Seriously? I was a little bit more on board with that just because it did diverge slightly from the stand, like the um, the, the standard um, medieval Tolkien-esque yeah. fantasy aesthetic. Yeah. But there's other ways to do that too, like yeah, the store design. It was lazy. Like, yeah, it was... It kind of just goes for just juxtaposition. Because yeah. it's a giant bear and he's got a minigun in a fantasy game. Yep. And it was it was it was just for a shock, and it didn't really add anything, except for taking me out of the out of my immersion. That's all it did. So, he could have like a dragon weapon, something. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, but no. or just some like magical crystal artifact that then fires just a giant continuous death beam. Boom, works out great. But that yeah. didn't happen. So I got to give it two stars. I can't recommend it. I mean, uh, if if you like the trap, not if you like the play in an MMO anime genre, you're not gonna hate it. But I don't, I can't recommend it because it's just not good enough. I would add one more thing to the good category, so I don't know where this puts it for me. <clears throat> I would probably go um, go two point one four. Uh, <laughs> Or let, let's see, two point one two five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to trying to go for. Uh, or yeah, two point two five. Um, it has some really good art for some of the scenes, just with the lighting, that's true. Yep. and the character setup. And there's a few of those scenes, so it's not like a consistent facet. But sometimes you are hit by how they're staging certain environments. It's like, oh, that's really good. 
but it just doesn't team up with it's, anything else. Yeah, it's it, like you no, get a little bit of a hit here and there. No, for you're it. right. It's 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 not consistent, and it's not woven enough into the story to be meaningful. Like, and then sometimes you don't see that in things which you think should be epic because one person uh, threw another player into space, yep. pulled them down, yep. and then killed them with a chainsaw sword. That really wasn't that spectacular, no, though, in execution. It, it, sh- it should have been a spectacle. It should have been a visual feast. But it wasn't. Yeah, and yeah, yeah they just did not put their effort into that no, one. It's kind of like they, the way they were setting that up, too. It's just like they did the wide shot, followed in basically as didactically as possible rather than as dramatically as possible. Yep. So it's like, oh, here's someone who is, oh, they're so powerful. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess this is a thing that happened, but it could have been set up a lot better. Exactly. Like you said, they're putting their energy in the wrong places. They're just focusing on the wrong thing. That's it. So what were your thoughts on my, did you watch this? Did you like it more than me? Let me know. Put it in the comments below. And what are your thoughts on MMO anime in general? Are they good? Are they bad? Do do they need to be trapped in there to actually make you give a crap? I can understand that. Don't worry. And do you have an anime that you want me to review? I'm going to review one uh, that Sheris gave to me, which I, I made sure to make a note of. And uh, I still got room for one more. So, hey, hit me up. And if you like these reviews and want more of them, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. It really helps us out. It keeps us in giving people games on Twitch. And we like doing that. So, Until next time, people, thank you, and remember, be a legionnaire. Be a legionnaire. Yeah. All right. And we're going to start our giveaway. There you go. It's giveaway time, people. Let's kick this pig. All right, let's start it up. I'm going to start the giveaway. Bam. There we go. Giveaway has started. There you go. Type in exclamation point metro. To get yourself the Metronomicon. Duncan Ooh. has entered. Look at that. <laughs> I had to type with Zan, one hand. thank you. 1,000 bits. Outstanding, Zahn. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Make sure to type in exclamation point Metro to get this game. I'll just type in uh, exclamation point the amazing Zahn. Amazing Zahn. <laughs> That'd be cool. I can only type with one hand right now because there is a cat sleeping on the other. Well, cats are bad. Get it out. No. Cats are bad. He is so fluffy. I can't fully trust men who love cats. Fluff, 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 fluff. And Mac- Max Liao has been a cat lover since I've known him. I can never completely trust him. Yeah, and you never know what I can get up to. It's true. This is all just part of an elaborate plan to one day seize control of the Legion of Myth organization. Oh, well, Zahn wants me, Zahn wants the bot to break. That's what it is. Uh, there we go. Damn you, Zahn. Damn you, Zahn! All right, let's move on to our RNG segment. Just give me a sec. Cats are very imperious, Raven's Lair. Yes, they are. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to Legion of Myth. And today on our random number generator, we are going to talk about our first impressions of Star Trek Picard. And one of us liked it more than the other. I'm not saying I'm going to slay it. I'm just saying, 
Yeah, you know where the you've seen Heathen, you've seen Heathen Dog before. You know where <laughs> you this know is going. going. Speaking of it's seeing, going for blood. That's right. Speaking of seeing Heathen Dog before, you want to see me again? Go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. It really helps our channel. Helps us go on, and we want that to happen. We want to keep going on, keep on keeping on. That's what we like to do. Now, get back to Picard. Now, both both uh, Duncan and I have watched it, and there is going to be some spoilers. Just some? Just some. There's going to be some oh. spoilers, right? So buckle up, people. All right? If you don't want spoilers, then uh, uh, hit, 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 a, hit dislike on YouTube or hit mute. Oh, what? And, no, and put in the comments, I hate spoilers. You, you spoilery bastard. You suck. That's fine. I don't care. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Helps you hit pause. Go to the wiki for Star Trek. Read the plot synopsis, then come back. Now, our spoilers won't matter. The spoilers that have affected you are the wiki. There you go. Blame them. Blame, blame wiki, blame Wikipedia's. <laughs> Shift the blame around, then come join the fun. And what I don't know is why the chat keeps doing this. Oh, just uh, resetting. Yep. I haven't, I haven't not checked those. Don't, I have a don't refresh browser when it becomes active. So, oh, okay, there you go. Done. Oh, it just refreshed again. God damn it. Whatever. All right. So, Duncan, give me your general thoughts. So in general, it did have a very much, very much of a change of pace. So it did feel like a new type of Star Trek. And I was kind of struck by how it kind of felt like a late Agatha Christie series where you have someone like Poirot, they're retired, they're just doing their thing. They know, you know, they've got some baggage to them. And then someone comes seeking for help and there's dramatic situations and they're eventually the great detective finds the redetermine or gets the redetermination to go and tackle a big problem and it's ultimately a reflection on them so i'm down for the general premise i didn't know how i'd be with picard as a focal character because there's a lot you could do to basically provide uh, trekkies with self-affirmation through picard being effectively kind of the perfect role model and he's interpreted in pop culture as being that in a lot of cases if yeah. you see that but they're kind of doing they're doing what i would have done uh, which is uh, general general you're getting too specific general, well, general. we're gonna get in, into that we're gonna get into that don't worry okay okay but anyway i mean it's one of those things where i'm looking at it it's more interesting than i thought it was gonna be mm. and it does mirror what i would have wanted if i was writing this so i'm on board with that okay because especially for a new tv show these days to do that i'm just like yeah that's, that's true. good that's true it's not like there's another tv show that i've seen recently which was a bit more like i i'm now a fanboy for that but we'll not get into that here there you go okay so uh what i thought of it um it was better than discovery uh, i i i'm firmly in that stance that that's not a, that's not a huge bar to hurdle but uh it's by the same writer so i i had low expectations really low expectations and uh no okay all right it uh like duncan said it is written well it has it has a has a good story, uh, a good initial you know story opening anyway. Uh, but my problem is with where it's going. Nope, my second problem is with where it's going. My initial problem is Patrick Stewart. And again, I'm going to get into that on my thoughts on that. But first, we are going to go to our our impetus for Picard to leave the winery. 
this is her by the way the, this this is the damsel in, in distress that starts off our plot and uh she she goes she visits uh picard at the winery because she was told that no no she's not told she felt that um he was the person to go to now uh duncan go ahead and uh and uh give us off on this one Wait, with full spoilers on this one, because this full. is the big spoiler hey, hey, on this. You know episode. what? You know, guess what? I I gave I gave spoilers in the beginning. We're good. You can do anything you want. Okay. So for this one, um, she is a soon type android that has been created from part of data. No. So I, 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 she is not a soon type android. She has she, the positronic she, brain. She is based on a soon type android, but apparently she's a Maddox type android. Oh, if you yeah. So if you want to put it in that context, yeah, but she is the based way soon type android. So the thing is, is basically she is a concept from Isaac Asimov's iRobot, which mm. is you give a positronic brain to a human body. Yep. So she is effectively. A human? living computer. A living a computer. Li yeah. yeah, she 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 has a life. She thinks she's human, but she has this hidden layer beneath that programming. So she thinks she has a past. She thinks she's got parents. But then under certain circumstances, she activates, they call it, or certain people call it, and then she just reverts to something else, some other type of programming yeah. that's in her. So she's got this impression of Picard. And this is presumably coming from the data lineage. Yes. That she can trust Picard. So when she gets into trouble, she goes to Picard thinking, I don't know what's going on, but everything in my body is telling me that I can trust Picard. Yes. And he is – he's he's very nice about it. And he is like – he handles it in, in sort of a very Picard-type way. Mm -hmm. And then through some circumstances – realizes what's going on and realizes the connection and it means so much to him at that point for other reasons right which, that which were established we are going to get earlier. into we are going to get into now but it's kind of well the one thing about that though is that for like why this is important to picard ultimately depends on those other reasons so there is that connectivity in the writing mm -hmm. where they're supplementing things and it you start seeing more of it the more you see like if you you focus on some of the smaller details so that's the one one of the things i really liked about the writing which right, so, was that that level of connect uh, connectivity between these elements okay now uh, the 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 general gist of this is she is she is the impetus that that uh, that gets picard off his butt all right gets him off his butt, well, get, gets him in the story get, get gets him active yeah. in the world again because at this point he's given up he's basically there, given up on life he, to to an extent, to an extent, he's given up. And why is that? Well, let me let me show you. Because when when the when the Hobus supernova happened and and Romulus was going to be destroyed, uh, the Federation did not initially initially said, "I'm going to help. We're going to help you. We're 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 going to help the Romulans escape." You know, in uh, in the JJ verse, they sent Spock with a with a red matter capacitor type thing to try and stop the supernova. That was Plan A. Plan B was, oh crap, get everyone off the planet before it gets toasted. Well, neither plans worked out really well. The reason being is because uh, all of the all of the uh, AIs, the, the the artificial intelligences that that have been created. 
Um, uh, they for not some... quite. What? Not quite on that point. Okay, shoot. So at the Daystrom Institute, they were cr- trying to create new. New uh, soon type androids yeah. no no new androids i just so call no, them artificial and t- whatever they're not yeah, real so they they're robots the word, whatever yeah so they use synthetics because in star trek ai could just be a computer ai could be a hologram all right, all right synthetics, specifically fine. it was an android okay so what happened is that while picard he left the enterprise to command this rescue armada he was pushing it that was his thing because yes, he was going to go save the romulans because if you're seen next generation that was plan know, b that was plan b and he was on board yeah he was spearheading plan B. Yeah, that was his thing where it's like, I'm going to go save the Romulans. And he, they were assembling the rescue armada. They had everything at the Utopia, Utopia Planitia at Mars. But for yeah. some reason on Earth, the androids at the Daystrom Institute flipped out and hijacked the defense network at Mars and destroyed the rescue armada, leveled the planet, and ignited the atmosphere to the effect that Mars is still on fire. And yes. you learn this not through like a lot of like really heavy exposition, nope. but through an interview that's conducted right at the start of the episode where you have Picard sitting down like, oh, I'm retired. It's been a while. This is my first interview after I've retired. I thought we we're going to talk about, you know, the supernova. Just the, yeah. Well, the supernova. And the, and the Romulan people, blah, blah, blah. Instead, now we're talking yeah, about AI crap, got, which I don't Well, yeah, because about. they throw this at him like – because what had happened is basically okay, nope, stop don't no 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 don't don't doesn't matter doesn't matter now, ah. what what does matter is because of this because of of the of uh, Mars being basically destroyed the starfleet said okay uh we are no longer going to help the romulans we got we got stuff to do and Mars that, is literally on fire. Yeah, Mars is on fire. We got to put this out, man. I mean, we don't have time to help the Romulans now. We got our own fire. Literally, we got our own fire. And Picard became incensed. He was so pissed off. He thought it was moral corruption they to, also... to, the, to the wonderfully, mag, magnificently epic degree. No, so, there was... No, 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 no. Stop it, Duncan. There was, stop no, it. there was two parts to that. Oh, God. There were two parts to that. One, the rescue armada was destroyed. Utopia Planitia was destroyed. Yep. So the Federation's like, no, we cannot send another rescue armada. That's not how Picard so, sees it. No, but the thing is, is that what they had also done is banned Android research. No more Androids were not pu- pushing the or pushing this. So on two fronts, the Feder- Starfleet said no to Androids. We're not going to do anything with Data's legacy. And we're not going to help the Romulans because we just can't do that. 92,000 people are dead around Mars. And a whole planet's on fire. And the planet's on fire. So for very sensible reasons, the Starfleet said, no, we can't deal with this. So Picard's like, I can't deal with this. So he left Starfleet because he thought that was that they had abandoned their principles. But because they turned their back on his personal legacy. He's butthurt. Yeah, I mean, if you want to put it that way, he is Butterford. And that's what I liked about that part, because it shows Picard as this... It really gets into a good character motivation for him, because I think we're... You know, we could get into this with where it's going, but there's more there. Yeah, you're you're right, you're right, and that is a way to go. It's not the way I would have went, because I am... I am of the the idea that uh, Picard was supposed to be 
you know, like like Superman is in comics. He's supposed to be something that everyone aspires to become, stumbles along the way, but eventually becomes uh, uh, gets better just for the fact of following in his footsteps. And, and I think that's where they're going. They're, they're not. They're, they're not doing very up... well be, because he's he's acting like a little a little spoiled craphead. In episode one, <laughs> and yeah. then he. And that only lasts for half of episode one. Okay, I'm just saying. I didn't because like... then he gets up on the he has the scene on the couch and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go do something now." And then he goes and does stuff. Yeah, but still, his that, that personality flaw is still there, and I don't like Picard personality flaws. That's me. He's had personality flaws. I mean, ah. the, first contact is Picard having a personality flaw throughout the entire movie until he realizes, "Oh, I can blow up the Enterprise and it's fine." I mean, the, like the Ahab thing, even like. With him and uh, in him and his brother um, after uh, Best in Both Worlds, mm-hmm. they have explored Picard having flaws, but they've never really gone to the extent where they're is life changing and and uh, emotionally crippling. It, like it, this is yeah, this is kind of more of the point of Picard, and this is kind of the thing where he's probably you could write this in a lot of different ways, but what it is is Picard's kind of putting him like he's kind of got these two vanity projects and those didn't go anywhere and he's got to basically find a way of being Picard like really kind of focusing on what's left versus just making a basically making a speech yeah I mean that's where he's at at the start of the episode he's at speech mode not do something mode yeah but at, at the end of the episode, he gets them to do something about speaking of the things that he does. One of them in the in the previews for the next episodes is this guy. Why do you not like this guy? I this do not much? like this guy. Uh, this guy is a uh, they, they don't have a whole lot on him yet. He's former Starfleet. Yeah. And I'm, so, I, I'm pretty sure now he does uh, quasi illegal things to, to make money. He is kind of like he's what you would shady expect. shady looking. Look at he's, him. He's gruffy. And yeah, they're definitely like where I think they're going with this guy is basically a Captain Mal type from Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, where... actually, I, I, I think he's going more uh, a cut rate Han Solo like Poe in, uh, in, in the style. I, I think that's what he is. I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a gray market smuggler of some kind. And he's he's got his own ship. It's tweaked out for speed to to escape authorities. I'm entirely certain that's what it's going to be. If I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. But guess what? I don't think I'm wrong. That's not necessarily a bad archetype, though. I mean, it's, they didn't do well with it with Poe Dameron because they never did anything with it. Yeah, they but, never did. I mean, but the thing is, Picard, once he's in action mode, he demands command. This is the kind of guy who is not going to give that easily. So you're going to get. All this friction, yeah, that's between that's him where... and Picard. And this doesn't this guy understand who Picard is? Of course he does. Well, no, there's one thing that I think that I'm. There's one thing that might be the saving grace of the that dynamic. Yeah. If he resigned for the same reason, maybe, maybe, or similar. If he reasons. resigned for the exact same reason that Picard did, and if he's basically sympathetic to him, he could basically be sort of the archetype for sort of the next generation of starfleet yeah where okay. it's yeah. more he could be more of a kirk type in, if he was starting his career in like the motion picture eras okay I where they that. just kick him out or he just that. like at some point just says no so that's where i would optimistically go but if they do the cat he's basically just captain mal and he's gonna have lots of friction basically if they do the 
the crew dynamic is that no one gets along with anyone and they I hate all distrust that. each I other. I freaking hate that. They, 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 yeah, did that with, what... they did that with Stargate Universe and it sucked. Yeah. I hated so it. So that's Damn the it. one the one thing that I have reservations yeah. for at this and point. That's, is I think that's what's going to happen. There, because there's nothing in the first episode that leads you to understanding the crew dynamics. Exactly. Not at all. At all. Not, not no, at all. because they're just not present. You get two, two of the characters that will be continuing on. Well, technically – three but you only see her in the last bit right um but you only have two characters who will have continuation on to the next episodes so you don't know what the series is going to be from episode one in terms of its overall feel you don't you get the direction you get the card but for a first episode this tells you remarkably little about the direction it's kind of even less than discovery because discovery still had the burnham saru dynamic to play off of and that then led to the rest of the crew so you could get a good feel from the pilot for discovery's overall direction Mm. but for this one it's more of a blank because they left that world building up to episode two so that also kind of felt like the um yeah it's kind of that like as sir boulevard says it's like a episode zero and yeah, I'd honestly would have liked it actually as like a two-parter, like if they split this one up, because where I was a little less, or where I wasn't on board with this episode was it had a lot of jarring story turns. Yes. After the roof, especially after the roof, uh, rooftop fight scene. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, things happen and there's a lot of exposition after that. So they do a lot of info dumping. But if they had it as two episodes and if they, they didn't... They, they could have done it more organically, yeah. They could have done it more organically yeah. and they could have done it if the rooftop fight scene went another direction and then something else happened later. Right. So it's kind of like they shrunk this episode down to extend the rest of the series, presumably. Because if you don't have... If you put it two episodes here, you you're don't using, have one to play. Yeah, you're using one of the episodes for the end, right. It's a zero-sum game, but I just don't know what the rest of the series is going to be about. There's bits and pieces, but it's... Okay, I, I can I, tell you what it is about right now. See, you see this man right here? It's He is he, he is familiar to me. Okay. He should not be on TV anymore. Oh, come on. He's too old. You can hear it. You can see it. You can see it when he walks. You can hear it in his voice. <sighs> He's the over wa- the hill. It's well, crushing. It's soul crushing to me to watch this old man fuddle about. It's, it's killing Picard in my soul. Ah, uh, we've been here with the original, uh, the original movies. I mean, they kept that cast going for a they, very long true, time. It's true, but but they were uh, the only one that was decrepit. Was was uh, what do you call it? Uh, Bones? What? Uh, well, DeForest, DeForest Kelly. Kelly. DeForest but, Kelly. He he's the only one who was over the hill at the end. Everyone else was still vital. They, they they still had a spark. He does not have that anymore. He is literally on the other side yeah, of that. The one the. And I ha- no no hang on hang on I hate no, no, no. I hate watching uh, a hero that that uh, that that I grew up with in my living room who was wise, strong, vital, even into his fifties, early sixties, on the on the last movie. Now the last movie I saw him in was Logan, where he was playing guess what an old, decrepit man. And I thought, well, he's a good actor. No, he wasn't. He was playing himself at that point. At that point, he became an old, decrepit man. And as long as you're only playing old, decrepit men, 
you're fine. But he wanted to step in to play another action role, to play Picard. And watching that was painful. Painful. There, are, there is an element to that, though, that I think they played it up. because oh, It's stupid. It was dumb. The rooftop fight scene in particular, I think they played it up where he's not involved because that fits with the narrative at that point. So I wouldn't judge his like on-screen presence from this first episode because it's trying to portray him in that light. He is stuck. He's not doing anything. He's not engaged. So I still think he's going to get into a fight at some point. And it's going to look awful. It's going to look stupid because you're going to see an old man. <laughs> no. Early Parkinson's and he can't see because the cataracts just shooting, shooting at walls. That's I all. Mean, my, my grandfather in his 80s was vital. I mean, yeah. he was doing Guess a lot what? of stuff. Patrick Stewart is no longer vital. You see on his beach pics? Look, look at his <laughs> face, man. Did, did you hear him speak? Yeah, you, it was fine. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, there's a little bit of that in there too, but I think Patrick Stewart is pulling this off to a greater degree than I thought he would. Because at the start, it was like, okay, how much is he going to be doing, basically? Yeah. I mean, how much is it going to be him just basically doing an advisory diplomatic role? Yeah. And he's much more engaged in this. Yeah, and that's a mistake. That is a mistake. That's a mistake in writing, and it's a, it's a mistake in direction. Because uh, Patrick Stewart can no longer properly act as Jean-Luc Picard. He can't. He had some really good acting though in this. Like his yeah, interview. No, he is a good actor. He is yeah. not capable. He is not, he is too old to be capable to be Jean-Luc Picard. But he's also playing old Jean-Luc Picard. Which is a mistake. A horrible Jean mistake. Jean-Luc Picard got old at some point. This series should not exist. I'm the, liking no, it. No, no. Th this is an example of an athlete from your youth. Top of his game. That's how you remember him. He retires. Comes back 10 years later and you're like, what the F are you doing? G gets in the ring and gets his ass handed to him. That's what this is. This is a as slow a, motion knockout. Uh, as a kid, I had Michael Jordan as that the sort of the comeback athlete. And that worked out quite well for him in that point. So, yeah, it's I'm not really taken aback by the age at this point. I am. Because he is still doing it. I think they were no. playing up his his hesitancy, his lack of involvement, his need for Dodge to take care of that stuff. Because it just puts this in that framework of him just basically waiting to die. Yeah. So I and think that's exactly how he should have stayed. But no, There's a, the next episode is where that comes or goes, because if it stays that same level of portrayal, then, you know, yeah, that's just, you know, how they're portraying the character at that yeah. point. Uh, all the, I know is that uh, that that speech uh, to the to the interviewer that you love so much at the end of it, Patrick's Patrick Stewart was winded. That's what I know. If that was a problem, they would have done that in several takes. He was winded at the end of that speech. And it is a problem because he's an old freaking man. He should have, he should be gracefully just bowing out. Patrick mm. Stewart made a mistake by coming back. He's ruining Captain Picard. No, I think he's really giving the character a lot more depth in this than I think he even had prior. 
Doesn't because matter. what you're seeing yeah. from Picard is so much more, and seeing this from his point in life, I see. You, is you, a really you think great it's more? I am seeing less. I'm seeing more because they're literally, very... literally, he is a lesser man than he was before. His he, lesser in stature and in strength. I see Pic- less. Picard was never really about that aspect, though. He basically his best moments were standing on the bridge. And making those kinds of decisions. When he was doing the action role in all of his movies, that always felt contrived to me. No, uh, that, that that's not how I saw Picard. I saw Picard as when he walked in the room, his, his gravitas and his presence was so strong that everyone looked and everyone had respect. That's how he was. He had strength of character. He had strength of resolve, and and he could look at you, and you would, and if he is disagreeing with you, you're gonna freaking know it, and you're gonna feel it. He doesn't have that anymore. When he's arguing with Q, when 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 he was uh, when he was captured by the Cardassians and tortured for days, mm-hmm. that's the Picard I'm talking about. That Picard is gone because Patrick Stewart is too old to do that anymore no yes i think he is capable of playing this part but i think part of that is being amplified for this first episode because it's basically picard needs to get over himself that's the that's the big dramatic question because he did not like in the word like the most painful personal moment to him that attack on mars Mm. he should have done that strident like okay how do we do it like how do we deal with this from here he left starfleet at that point yeah because he did that he did that turn away because it was too much for him at that point when he probably should have stayed and now things have gone wrong and now picards are basically <laughs> gonna go fix it i i so it, it fits the narrative it that's fits my the narrative. point i it but fits it, it the narrative ruins my childhood it ruins my childhood, and 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 it ruins the, the legacy of a, a great character, and I don't like it because of that. But yeah, uh, that is it. That is the RNG. Duncan and I obviously differ greatly <laughs> on Picard. I'm not the, uh, the show itself is not terrible. It's not bad. This is one of the points not, that I wanted. This is the one point I wanted to make about the sort of the overall show mm-hmm. you could take Picard out and it would still be a compelling show and it would be better show for me obviously it yeah. would be a better show for me i would because like it more this is where i like it, it just started started clicking for me because you could take Picard out and actually put in like a starfleet detective yes and then make that the show there's not that depth though of character but you could still do something else Starfleet Intelligence could, could be doing this and he could yeah. and the, the person playing Starfleet Intelligence could find a conspiracy and then have to go rogue, get, get gather up the same motley crew of fools and go off into space and, and do adventure. That would be I, great. You wouldn't even have to go rogue. I'm just thinking of like some like basically Sam Vimes type character and just yeah, like, well, okay. I got to go deal with this. And, yeah. oh, well, we're not going to give you ships. Like, well, I'll go hire one. Yeah, I'll go get my I own. mean, like you could go that type of adventure yeah. and that would be something That would have been great. I would have liked it much more. But instead, they decided to to throw an old man who should be using a walker onto the screen to get shot at and me feel pity for. Instead, they did that. So I didn't like that. That sucked. 
But what did you think? I want to know. I want to know what you thought. So uh, tell me. Let us know. And uh, do, you, do you think I'm right? Do you think Duncan's right? Well, I want to know that too. So throw it in comments. Throw it in chat. Throw it everywhere. Uh, throw it on Twitter. Throw it on Discord. All the good stuff. Yell at me or yell at Duncan or praise Ooh. me. Don't praise Duncan. He's got a big head anyway. Praise, praise me instead. Literally. Yes, literally. Praise me instead. So, yes, uh, thank you for coming by. Really appreciate it. And remember, be a legionnaire. Oh, it's time to pick a winner. Ooh. We are on Fine. track. Okay. So, at this point, which would be the greater, um, I don't know, uh, I don't even want to call it a comedy bit, but okay. if I win or a uh, Baldahar wins, okay, which which would be worse ba at this point? Baldahar. Baldahar. Baldahar wins. <laughs> Always Baldahar. All right! Exclamation point Metro for those of you who are still here. All you have to do is follow the channel, and you can win this game for free. Steam game. Uh, you will be getting the link to it. Excuse me. You'll be getting the link to it tomorrow morning sometime. When Max Liao wakes up, because he's in Germany now. He's asleep. So there you are with that. But uh, yeah, another uh, another 10 seconds, and we will be doing this thing. I am having to stimulate the other one. That could have been weird. <laughs> Especially the audio people, if you're yeah. just listening. To, yeah, if you're if just you're listening, just... then that's weird. It's the podcast. Uh, yeah, other cat decided that she wanted cuddles. Okay. All right, closing the entries. And we are going to pick a winner. Who is the winner? Dun, dun, dun. Yes! Duncan Idaho <laughs> is the winner. Duncan Idaho yay! wins. Everyone say, yay, Duncan. Yay, Duncan. Rigged. Duncan. Oh, oh, my fault. Not rigged. Not rigged. Get out. Get back. I'm failing upwards like the like maple. Like maple. Failing upward. There it is. This is, this is pulling a maple. Pulling a maple. Boom. Pulling a maple. There it is. Make, put that everywhere Hash, hashtag pull a maple alright that was good I like that alright and of course we're gonna gonna end up end out our stream now and I want to thank everyone coming by really appreciate it and uh, we are going to uh, Duncan Duncan will go ahead and say goodbye because you're not going back next week <laughs> or ever or ever because, <laughs> because you one. like you like Picard too much. No, I, I, I like old man Picard. Unbelievable. I like seeing it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yep. Thanks for joining us. And as always, be a legionnaire. Outstanding. All right. Remember, uh, check out Garth on streams, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. Like I said, I don't know. You have to, you have to keep an eye out because I don't know when he's going to stream it. He hasn't told me. He hasn't told anybody. It's, it's <gasps> secret streams. Watch out for Garth on secret streams. You need to establish a duck blind. There you go. And of course, Gen Con tomorrow. Tomorrow. Gen Con tickets. Not tickets, but the badges go on sale tomorrow. Get them. Especially you, Duncan. You get them too. And of course, uh, watch us all on uh, Twitch and YouTube, Twitter, Discord, all that good stuff. Everyone likes that. And if you really want to watch Elgarian, he's on Community of the Avatar now. Go ahead and say hi to him. You want. Yeah, I saw that, and it's like, oh, he's actually doing stuff for Shroud of the Avatar, which yes. is pretty darn cool. Yeah, sure it is. Ambassador Kale never hair and me. What's more cool is getting gear. 
Look at our. We, we got gear. Gear. We got gear. Get the gear. Fancy shirt. Or a mug. Get a mug. Damn it. Mugs are cool. Mugs are cool. All right. Again, thank all of our Patreon, especially uh, Zahn. Thank you for all the all the twitchiness, all the all the biddies, all the super biddies that you've given us. We love it. I love it. Hell, even Duncan loves it. He won a game. He won a game because of it. Because of all the super <laughs> thank biddies. Thank you, Zahn. And of course, thank you to all of our subscribers. Keep the lights on around here, and that's awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, until next time, I want to say thank you. And remember, everyone, be a legionnaire.